Hey there, I'm Nate McNeil, one of the elders here at JVC, and this is week five of our discipleship module on the kingdom of God. And this week, we're exploring the day-to-day -day practices of a kingdom-oriented life. In this video, we'll be looking at how citizens of the kingdom are to treat others and those who are just different from us. So as we get started here, let's take a look at a passage of scripture. And this is from the letter to the Philippians, chapter 2, 1 through 4. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Let's be honest. It is difficult to step outside of our comfort zone. And nowhere is that more often seen than in our relationships. We are just naturally attracted to those we can easily relate to. People who share our culture, our background, and even our skin tone. But this does not reflect the kingdom of God. In God's kingdom, there is a unity and a, and a togetherness that comes from our common allegiance to a king who invites people of all cultures and backgrounds to sit down at the table. In this passage from the letter to the Philippians, we are given some very practical instructions on how diversity in the kingdom is developed and nurtured, and it's through unity and humility. But how do we develop this? Well, let's take a look at a couple practices that will help get us there. The first one probably should be a practice in each of our videos that we highlight, but in this case, it makes a lot of sense. And that is the practice of prayer. And not just prayer, but prayer for others and what we would call intercessory prayer. One thing that you find as you pray for others is that it's very difficult to hate somebody for long if you're praying for them. Even though they may be different, they may have a different skin tone, uh, they may have a different political view or opinion, when you're praying for them, for their families, for their careers, for their welfare, you begin to develop a sense of unity and camaraderie with that person or those people. And so the role of prayer in our lives uh, takes on a whole nother facet and as we pray, we are growing closer and closer into this description that we're given where there is a true unity and a true humility because it does take humility and it is humbling to pray for others. The next practice we're going to look at is the practice of hospitality. And if there's anything that's more uncomfortable than just simply being around or trying to get to know people who are different from us, 
it is inviting those people into our homes or into our lives and welcoming them there. But that act of hospitality is one that has the result of developing unity through a humility, a willingness to set aside our differences and to share a meal, to invite somebody onto the porch as they're walking by on the sidewalk, or simply to say hi and ask the name of the person who's been serving your lunches for the last week. It's at these times where we truly do reflect what it means to be part of the kingdom of God. A kingdom where there are so many different faces and languages, people from all different nations that have come together to worship the same king. When we engage in these practices of prayer and hospitality on a regular basis, we are setting aside our selfish ambition and our conceit and we are in humility, valuing others above ourselves. We are willing to set aside our discomfort and invite people into our homes and into our prayer lives. And in doing this, we are proclaiming a kingdom that has a king who has done just that for us. He has called us to the table in humility and has asked us to dine with him. <laughs>